de, de, de Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio. Hi, everybody. <laughs> How are y'all doing? Welcome to the Colores Radio. <clears throat> This is episode 34. 30, I thought 34? The, the Cocotazo we just released was 33. <laughs> so this is 34. Okay. I, <laughs> I hope everyone is doing well. As always, we appreciate you all listening. I'm your host, Eva Arreguin. And with me is my old buddy, old pal, Rafael Tavayo. What's good? What's who? What's popping? <laughs> I literally know, Santa never know what way you're gonna go, so I have to like wait. I'm like, hey, old buddy. You're like, hey, what's good, ma? I'm like, hey, oh my god. Hello. How are? How is everyone doing today? We have complexities, okay, honey. Um, <laughs> how are you, Rafa? Uh, you know, shutting it down. We we uh we on fire. <laughs> Literal. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Like my the back. I don't know if you could still tell, but I'm like sweaty. Yes, my Poor collar. Baby. The collar on my shirt. Do you want to briefly tell them what just happened? Yes, so um, I ordered a fog machine. <laughs> Just a casual Tuesday. Just yeah, Amazon Prime did you know? What if a, you ain't got Amazon Prime, get onto it Jeff because Jeff Bezos yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, Sorry, you know I make things things. No, no, no. Very political, <laughs> really quickly, but go on. Yeah, so I ordered a fog machine because we're going to use it for our summer camp. Our summer camp. Our student leaders um, are creating a little documentary, so we're going to use it. And since it came in today. I figured we'd give it a test <laughs> Why run. Why not? Why yeah, not? We wanted to get lit. We wanted and to it was going to be really cool because yeah. we were call we were making a phone call. And we were like, oh, it'd be really cool. We'll have fog and we'll make this phone call really dramatic <laughs> oh, because Decolores, Decolores has the tendency to be a little extra I'm at times. I'm not. I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, you are very extra. You're Captain Extra. Are you kidding me right you're now? Oh my actor? God, Eva. You were in a fucking film. Okay, honey. Eva, you, liter of you. you literally like check your watch. Go back to the store. Stop. Don't bring that up. That's between me and you. Okay, Thank you. All right, we'll all go right. on with your story. Anywho. So I give, you know, I, I turn the fog machine on and it comes with the little wireless remote. It's not working. I'm like, what the heck is going on? And the instructions say push the button and it'll send a short little burst of fog out. Little burst. Little burst. Word. Yeah. Ding. And then, <laughs> And so I push the button, nothing's happening. 30 seconds later, it like lets out this nonstop <laughs> stream of fog that fills up the entire room. It's a lot. 45 seconds later, the fire alarm is blaring through every <laughs> little room in this building. There's a Flocorico class going on. Yes, like 30 dancers in the other room are walking out. Pedro's <laughs> running out of the building like, oh my God, it's finally happening. <laughs> We need we to go to safety. Yes. Help us! <laughs> Help us! Oh man! And then Reese comes in and he's like, "What happened, man? How come y'all ain't sharing all yeah, that smoke?" Like, I'm like, "Why don't you pass oh it God. over here?" We're like, "It's a fog machine, brother." Yeah, and so I go to turn off the alarm and set off and reset it. I do that, and then I come back in, get a phone, get a call. phone call that if. You know, checking in, making sure everything's okay. I'm like, yeah, sorry, I ordered a fog machine and used it. I'm like, we'll okay, see. well, we'll notify the fire department that everything is okay. But I hang up and literally pulling they up. They pull up. You hear the sirens in the yeah. distance. And nice Pat's, and uh, No, Eva's like, I hope that's not for us. I'm like, no, it is for <laughs> us. Like super loud. I have to go out there and tell them, no, it's fine. Mind the, you, I'm no. on Instagram live this whole time. 
Skype from yeah. the phone call because we thought we were going to call his mom to ask if she liked conchas or empanadas. Yeah, so that was a funny thing. I go tell the firefighters everything's okay. And they're like, all right, cool. This, the alarm's been reset. I'm like, yes. Like, all right, thank you. Have a good day. Blah, blah, blah. We come back. I did call my brother before that. And so I call him back and I'm like, hey, did you answer my other phone call? And he's like, no, I tried to. And all I heard was a. Eh, 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 eh. I'm like, that was the fire alarm. The drama. But we're not dramatic, though. We're not. We're not at all. I agree. <laughs> honestly. So it's actually been a, a really hectic time in society. Um, and. A lot is going on. I've felt a lot lately, and I actually uh, need some guidance. Okay. I want to give our listeners an insight into our personal energy, into how we are feeling right now, into the reality <laughs> of our existence. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, why you did didn't you do that? Uh, that's right. We're translating our feelings <clears throat> in the best way we know how. Memes, it's time for me mood. Yippee. Go Rafa. Go Rafa. Hey. 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 Uh oh, you finna spit? Hey. Ooh, you don't, Bet. You don't want them bars. Bits, say I won't. I spit some mean bars. Say I won't. Mean you won't. Bars. You ain't down. Some mean bars. You ain't down. You ain't down. Hey, I can't drop a beat though. You have to. I don't know how. I can do the grinding beat that everybody did on the fucking cafeteria table, right, Pat? Y'all don't want me to spit bars right Go, now. Go, come on. Spit bars are my meme mood. I don't know what Both. you want. Okay, so I'll spit. I'll spit. spit bars and include your meme mood. Hey. Ooh, dang. Can he do it? I tried I to do, do it. it. I tried yes, to do the grinding beat. Yes, you can. Okay. Si okay, cool. Puede. Um, okay, I'll do it right now. Go. Ooh. Okay. Um, si se puede. I see Pat's. Laptop with Radio Menea, Pat the Gat, Ralphie, a.k.a. X, and Eva La Mera Mera, <laughs> a.k.a. La Jefa, uh -oh. live in your stereo, just spitting some bars here on hey. Decolores Radio. You got to understand, I do it so well. My me mood, Lil Uzi, and Block Boy in the hotel. <laughs> That's a good little four bars. That was right? cute. Okay, tell us more about your me mood. So, yeah, <laughs> I saw it and I was like... During this turmoil and all the time that we're having to spend, you know, making sure that we're okay because all the crazy stuff that's going on. Right. Every now and again, I'll get something that cheers me up. Mm-hmm. And there was a tweet of Lil Uzi and Black Boy dancing in the in a hotel room. And they were just enjoying life. That was and very that was, sweet. Yeah. <coughs> I liked that video. Yeah, it was really cool. And it was really cool because <clears throat> prior to seeing that video, I think you had sent me the one where <laughs> Lil Uzi's checking his watch for time. And he's so extra. He's but so extra. he's like so subtle yet so extra. Right. And it's like the perfect combo. Yes. He like checks his watch way up in the air and then adjusts his sunglasses. And I was like, man, Lil Uzi is mood. mood. Yeah, for real. <laughs> And then, uh, and then, like later on that day or or the next day, I saw the um, the video of him and Black Boy like literally just chilling and having a good time in the hotel dancing. I was like, yeah, that cheers me up. We need that. We need yeah, that right so. now for sure. So my little me mood is um, something our friend Erika shared, and it was basically something along the eye uh, along the lines of um, it was just a little. Did I say Simpsons already? I forgot. I kind of drink wine. Anyways, kinda basically it said like abolish ice. Sounds like you're calling for open borders. And then it said like 
oh, it was conservatives that said that. And then liberals are like, look, no one is saying open borders. And then it's like me. I was saying open borders. <laughs> like the yeah, old man where one. he's like clarifying his shit. Yeah. Um, so that was my OG me mood. And then we discussed that we both had a unison me mood for today. Do you remember? We did. And we do. And I remember. And I about actually that. feel very passionate about this me mood. I want to shout out Mari for sending it to me first. Um, but it is hysterical. If you haven't seen it, you should watch. We'll probably post it. We should definitely yeah, post we it. We definitely should. Um, go. You tell it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like My Strange Addiction. It's a parody of the right, My Strange like Addiction TLC. on TLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, so it's like a pan shot of, of <laughs> Dallas. Uh, yeah, or something. And then it, it goes to this guy or this girl. Uh-huh. And he's like... Um, Hi, my name is TT, and I'm from Oak Cliff, Texas, and I can't stop throwing these hands. <laughs> it's too it's so much because of the way she throws these hands. It's just she really, does, like, like, fucking crazy just, undercut. <coughs> yeah, and she's like, I can't stop throwing these hands at my man, at my friends. Hell, the delivery man can catch these hands. And it's just like the delivery man shows up with a pizza box, yeah. and she's like paying him. And then all of a sudden, like she's, she's like, like beating his ass. Like, yeah. It's, so silly. it's just so silly. And she's like, I'm from Oak Cliff, Texas. Yeah. I can't stop throwing these hands. And she's like beating everybody's ass. And then yeah. she like gets taped Towards up. Towards the end, she's like, I'm working on <laughs> me like, now. I'm working so, on it. so can we cut these off? <laughs> Please. Oh, thank you. And then Here. they cut it off. <laughs> and he starts beating, beating the camera person's hands. I yeah. mean, ass. It's so funny. It's just so silly, and um, I, I, I'm shout out to Oak Cliff. I think we uh, felt represented through this video and this art form. So that is our first ever unison me mood. Um, a lot has happened since our last episode, which feels like forever ago to me. Um, the dope Maria Yolisma Garcia was on the last show, generously sharing with us her story. Um, I was actually on the news for five <coughs> seconds. That also happened last time we talked about it and I didn't know how the story would go and I did not hate it. So that was cool. I was like, they framed it much better than the, the other one, the Dallas morning news article. Um, yeah. and then our homie 88 killer wanted to show some respect and shade to <laughs> the rustic. That was pretty cool. Um, and brought out our sweet friend Esty to sing, um, a Selena song right before his set. That was lit. So that was a lot of fun. Um, there's just a lot going on in the world in general. And um, we also released our second The Cocotazo episode with the wonderful babes of Cabronas y Chingonas podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was a lot of fun as well. So we get to start our, our pride, our LGBTQ plus um, themed episodes now here from here on out. Um, but there's a lot to cover, obviously, and we've got our me moods, so we are ready to roll. Is there anything else we need to share? No, I think, uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're rolling. We're on fire. Let's go. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> then it is time for El Juguito, the juice. This is the juice, where we cover the latest gossip on pop culture, politics, and more. So I wanted to cover this story because I'd seen it on my timeline a few times and I hadn't been able to cover it before, but it's been going on for a while now. Um, as we all know, especially here in Texas, uh, as far as Latinidad goes, a lot of our stories center around um, Mexicanos and a lot of issues are much 
bigger than that and that will lead us into our next um, topic as well but in Nicaragua they've been having a lot of protests um, I guess against the government which is not unheard of as we know how corrupt governments can be we talk about it on this damn show like every <coughs> week um, so recently they've been having these protests and and I just wanted to shed light on this because I don't think a lot of light is being shed on this and these stories are very important and we're not even paying attention to them right. um, and I believe over 200 people have died because their government is terrible and being terrible to its people, mm-hmm. taking advantage of them. And um, a most recent story said a, a young baby um, was killed. And so, like, there's so much horrible shit happening right now. Um, but places like Nicaragua really need our attention, too. And we should pay attention to these stories and shed light on the people that are fighting these corrupt people. Um, so I just wanted to briefly share that and, and send them our power and our peace. And I'm sure there are places we can donate and help organizations there. And hopefully we can post those for you all, but look it up. There is a serious crisis in Nicaragua happening that we should be paying attention to. Um, Rafa, do you want to take the next topic? Um, sure. You ready for it? I don't know if I am. It's a really heavy one. It is. Um, I personally, I guess I'll start by saying it was a lot for me to the point that I hopped off of social media for a minute and uh, I'm very addicted (coughs) to social media. So when that happens, it's like, oh, this is really a lot for me. Yeah. Um, The last time I did it was during the shootings in Dallas. So it happens when like things are like too close for comfort, basically, to me. Um, which I think is also a place of privilege for me to be able to even step away and do that. Um, but I think everybody should try it out because it, this consumption that we have of like all these horrible stories. And the thing is, it's like, even just us meeting up to chat about this episode is proof to like, there's so much going on. And even with having started this podcast, there's never been a time that we only had good news or like not people being murdered or not all these constant horrible things happening. And they're not only just a result of Trump, obviously they started before that, but there's so much we can't even keep up anymore and it's really draining and exhausting. And so you need to take care of yourselves when all of this news literally is making us more depressed and, um, just feel terrible. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I mean, it, it, it is a heavy topic in terms of, um, like migrant families being separated. Right. And there's so many things to talk about. Um, and people are saying, you know, in terms of looking at it historically, looking at the numbers, when you talk about the particular situation that we're in now and how it is unique to our time, um, is not because it's something new, because we know things like this have been happening. Um, I think that when you really look at the climate as a whole in terms of what's happening and how you really are questioning the difference between like reality and, and fantasy um, or not. And, and fantasy is a terrible word to use, but right. like reality and, and something that just the other. Yeah. Um, you don't know the difference nowadays. And to think that this country's leadership is dealing with rhetoric and, and semantics in a way where lives are literally, you know, just being thrown away in the sense of separating families and, and 
you know, not even getting into the trauma that that causes to a young child, a developing mind being stripped away and being taken away from their parents and things like that. Um, You talk about the reality of that situation. Texas itself has some facilities, some tent cities that are literally built for migrant children, Mm -hmm. for children, not for families, for children. And so I was listening to a story about how one of them is, you know, set up to house 50,000. And I almost like ran my car off the fucking road because the reporter was talking about it like it's a number, you know, and it is. And that's how you report it. Right. But my immediate thought was like, Texas is one of the first states to do this. And Mm -hmm. yes, we're acknowledging that we're separating the families, but we're also setting it up to make sure that we keep them essentially imprisoned. Right. In a sense of like animals. Yeah. And we're going to do it with this this particular space, 50,000 at a time. And let's not even get into the discussion of how that's a money making machine for the mm-hmm. people that are capitalizing and on we're destroying helping in that families. By supporting companies that invest in Yes. Them. And so like it's not just one thing. It's not just one thing to say it's patriotic to say we need to respect the law. Like we get it. We understand that there's laws, a lot of them are outdated, and when you really look at history, like the legality of some of the th- most like atrocious things that happen have to come into question and they have to be studied because, you know, right now there are some things happening that we're like, yes, these are things that are legal per the law, but they're inhumane. That doesn't make it just. Yeah, I saw a tweet where somebody was saying, uh, she's like, I'm a, I'm a teacher, I'm a professor who studied, who studies and, and does research on the Holocaust and, you know, I have this extensive expertise on, mm-hmm. on the things that occurred and people that are comparing America to now saying that this was the start of it are mistaken because we are already very, very, very many stages into Advanced. the process. Yeah. And so like that struck a chord because, you know, when you like so many things happen that we become desensitized to how far we go before we realize this is enough. Mm-hmm. And, and and I don't think we understand the gravity of this particular situation as a country in terms of how un-American it is right. because we're so detached from it. Um we could go we could literally but do then the, they also say it's america as american as apple pie because this is the history of our country that's and we've what, been and doing because that's forever. what that's what this country's good at right yeah and so it's what we're actually founded on and people are just now starting to learn that um so i i felt i found myself feeling really bad because i wasn't posting about it and this and that but like <clears> at the same time i was like no like if anybody has listened to us this is all we ride for this is everything we are and it's not about us it's about uplifting <coughs> these voices and and knowing and understanding that these are a lot of central american voices and there's a lot of ugly hatefulness from the mexican side that's helping in this as well it's not just a united states issue mexico has a hand in this shit and does a lot of fucking terrible shit to these other people as well so we need to acknowledge ourselves in that shit because Mexico, you're just as fucking guilty, if not more, um, in doing this. And it's devastating. It's heartbreaking. Um, and so I just want everyone to, um, I don't know, have a fucking heart. I know our listeners do. You're listening to us. You've made it this far. Like, we know you're on the right side. But damn, like, this shit is getting rougher by the minute. Um 
So shout out to Raices and all those other groups. I know we talked about Raices a lot with uh, Edwin on our very first or second episode. So it's really great to see this org uplifted finally. Um, and just really quick on that, I know a lot of people say, well, things like this have been happening. Why are you barely speaking up now? Right. And it's like, yeah, there are a lot of other things that have been happening that other people are just speaking about too. Like outwardly being racist and doing things that highlight that racism and that hate that separates us is also being over amplified right now. So when you talk about a country and its sensitivity to the issues, yes, we're speaking because now you're listening. Now there's more platforms. Now there's more ways to get the communication. And since you're reciprocating that with hate speech and people coming out and, and putting these like really hateful and evil things out, Yeah, of course people are going to stand up. So don't get upset that people are actually opposing it. Get upset that you're just now listening. Right. And do better. Yeah. Um, This happened pretty recently as well. And so, like, literally there's so much that we, like, are overwhelmed and try to cover it to the best of our ability. Basically, the Supreme Court voted to uphold the travel ban, Mm -hmm. which is, like, fucking disgusting. Um I don't know. I think it's all of this is so exhausting. Like we're literally driving ourselves into insanity because we're so exhausted that people are questioning whether it's worth living. And I don't say that to sound really morbid. I'm saying that because like we said, I think last episode, suicide suicide rates are on the rise. Like Mm -hmm. all these things work hand in hand because of the circumstances we're living in. Um, and I believe 17 states as of right now have sued because of the family separation thing. And so it's like, I don't, I like, I don't know. It's probably going to rise from then, from the time this comes out. But this is just <sighs> everything we've said before. Um, it's obviously fuck Donald Trump forever. But damn, like this shit is a joke. It's a joke. And I I honestly truly believe America deserves all of this. We deserve all the shit we're getting. The people suffering through it don't. But America has hit its bullshit for so fucking long that it needs to hit the fan. Um, so basically with that said, I hope to bring a lot of people from this community out to uplift their voices i'm sorry we haven't done it sooner time goes by really fast and there's so many people we want to bring in and we really need to uplift uh your voices as much as possible because this country doesn't love any of us and so clearly we need to uplift each other so i'm sending all my power to everybody fighting because that's all i can (coughs) keep saying with this shit um next up on the fuck this government topic uh this really was interesting because i was avoiding social media for like almost a few days which was a long time for me but then i saw i heard about this jacket this bitch wore this fucking jacket and i was like no she didn't no she didn't and then it, it was real and so honestly my first thought was like this is a distraction like this is a distraction from the other shit and so i saw this other post that was really interesting so melania's bitch ass wore (laughs) a fucking jacket that basically translated to um what was it i don't care about i don't really care do you i don't really care do you and i was like this is 
a comedy. We're in a comedy film. Like, we're being punked. Um, and then I was like, wow. And so my first thought was like, this is a distraction. This is how they get all the fire. Just like, let's move on to the next topic. Let's move on to the next topic. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's what it felt like to me. Like, oh, they got their little Russian robot to wear this thing. I don't know where she's from. I'm sorry. Um, but it just like felt like, right? I don't fucking know, but it yeah. felt like a ploy. Like it felt like a way yeah. of distracting from the actual fucking controversy. And then their way of saying that was to frame it as like, oh my God, the media is so horrible. Like, yes, bitch, because the first lady of the United States wore a fucking jacket that says, I don't give a fuck about these kids or what I'm doing or what I stand for. So of course we're going to make a big deal about it. So part of me was like, did they plant this so that they could reframe it as we mm. are focusing on this? Because yeah. that's what it seemed like to me. Because it's mm. easy to do that. Because then it takes away from the issue at hand. Because why wouldn't we pay attention to the first lady of the United States? Who I don't know if you've ever studied first ladies and all the weird like how couples are supposed to be the man and wife and lady and this and that. This bitch was wearing a jacket from Zara. Like no. When would you ever see Michelle Obama wearing something like that on a fucking plane? Never. I was shocked when I saw her wear tennis shoes. Like yeah. huh? And so we just go along with it because it's Trump and we have such low expectations and think this is all a fucking joke. But they're smarter than we think they are. Because I really feel like that was a way of them fucking making us like, make, oh, the media is bad because they twist it this way and that way. And like, yes, the media does do that sometimes. But don't pretend like y'all didn't know what the fuck she was wearing. Seriously, I don't know. Maybe that's just me sounding like I drank no, too much wine right. and I sound like <laughs> I'm that meme of what's his face from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where he has all the fucking like uh, pieces of paper on the wall. And he's trying to map out oh, what's yeah, going on. Figure out what... I don't know. It just felt very um, fabricated. Yes, it did. Yeah. And, and so then it works to their ability to say, oh, fuck you guys you're not focused on the issue at hand and did it yeah. when it's like, y'all don't give a fuck. Y'all, y'all want this. This yeah. is what you want. I don't know. Hey, Melania, wear this. We got to do some shit. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wilding out, but it <clears> felt <throat> like that. And then in other white women who are getting on my damn nerves news, um, <laughs> that's a new topic for the Coco. <laughs> uh, this is, we had already briefly touched on this with these, uh, hello. Um, this happens. White people get uh, afraid, nervous. I don't know the word. Uncomfortable. Threatened. Threatened. That's a good word. And they're and that even that is too strong because how are you gonna be threatened by a little eight year old selling water bottles? Exactly. And this bitch sells weed. What? <laughs> I literally can't. Like, I'm, that's a whole nother topic. Like I'm upset at all the people that are locked up. All the black right. and brown people that are locked up on some bullshit. For years and years and years. And motherfuckers are, like are getting praised anything. for their dispensaries out on the West Coast or in fucking Colorado. Mm -hmm. And it's literally like, the ooh, let's not. And we've touched on that a little bit before. But like this shit is un... Go ahead. Unreal. <laughs> um, it's funny because they're calling her Permit Patty. And then they put her next to the <clears throat> Oakland cookout lady. And then they put her... in my name though? Damn, okay, Pat. Don't nobody what, call you Pat. What no? was that, Patricia? Patricia. I'm not, I'm not Patricio. Patricio. Uh -oh. Stop. Um, so then they also put her side by side with Sanders and Oakland cookout lady. Mm. So it's just like, Jesus Christ. I, the country mixtape we didn't want. Oh, Lord Jesus. I just can't. Like, 
it's mind boggling, but it's also very telling of this country, um, of how white women have been complicit in the shit in this country, how y'all like y'all will be mad and being the first one, like Kathy Griffin calling out Kevin Hart. Like that shit was mad annoying too. Like white, white women, like we, (laughs) you need to sit down sometimes and like, we need to talk or you need to go read a book. I actually don't feel like talking TBH. So go read a book, go do some history, go learn about Emmett Till and what y'all did for, for them there. Like learn about that history. Cause y'all are the first ones to be all tanning yourselves up and getting fucking cornrows. And I won't say white Latinx and Latinx people don't do that, but y'all do. Y'all need to stop doing that, but that's a different topic. But I'm, it's exhausting. Like it's embarrassing and y'all can't even vote for y'all girl when she's running for president. Y'all rather vote for this motherfucker. Like y'all really be voting for child, um, abusers and things instead. Like what white women, you need to go and do your research. If you haven't already, um, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably doing okay, but Jesus Christ, White women, go talk to the other white women in your life because, my God, this shit is unreal and y'all are the first to do it. Um, So now we will move on to the next topic. Uh, I felt fucking weird about this and I still do. You sent it to me first. I did. And you're like, is this real? And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I thought it was a joke at first. Um... And it made me feel weird because I'm not, I've never, I don't celebrate a person's death. Like that's serious as fuck. Um, but I didn't feel sad, but I was shook. Like yeah. I was like, oh fuck. Cause I've talked shit about this man on this podcast. I don't know how many times. Yeah. Um, but this dude like got murdered. So rapper quote unquote, that's right. Uh, let me quit. I can't even spit. So um, I still don't know how to say his name correctly. Bars. XXX Tentacion. Okay. Is it actually said that way? Yes. Okay. Because I always trolled him and I'm like, is it mad rude if I do that now? Because yeah. he's dead. Um, He was shot and killed, basically. He's 20 years old. We talked about him because he's, an, he's a woman abuser. Right. Known. Went to right. jail for it. And and I felt <coughs> so weird because people were like freaking out and they were so sad. And I'm like, how, how are we functioning as a society when we know someone's like a known abuser literally beat his pregnant girlfriend's ass and they get uplifted and go to the top of the charts? Because I, that's what took him into stardom, him going to jail. Well, I mean, that's, I, I've, yeah. I mean, it I feel helped. like that's part of it. No, yeah, I, it definitely helped. I think, I think, yeah, I think people listened to him and people connected with him. But I think that side of who he was definitely it like is built what, his brand. It's, it's what made him who he was. Yeah. Um, my, my biggest issue with all of that is because I, I wasn't a fan of his. Um, he, he was, and, and, <laughs> I don't want people to misunderstand what I'm saying, but Uh-oh. um like he did have issues. He had mental right, problems. Right, absolutely. Anybody anybody that does anything like that and and you know thinks that it's okay, um they have a huge problem. And so it was no secret that he had these mental issues and he he battled depression right, and all of these things. Right. He talked about it in his right. music. People <clears throat> and connected so to that. People did gravitate to that. And so 
my thing, my my whole issue with with uh, like his death is obviously like it shouldn't have happened. This as much as I wasn't a fan of this man, and I stand against a lot of the things that he did. Um, I don't think that for another human being to decide that someone else's life should be done. Uh, I, I I just don't think that as human beings we we hold that card. You know, to to make that decision. Um, but it happened. And so, like, people were being really ugly with a human life. And it wasn't necessarily directed towards him. And so, I feel like when things happen... Who was it directed towards? Like, um, making jokes about how people deal with, like, mental illnesses. Oh, okay. See, I know? didn't see that. I saw a lot of people <clears throat> that were getting mad, which I'm like... I see both like I'm not out here. I'm not going to celebrate or like say, oh, no, this man who was a literal physical abuser. He did this to multiple people, not just his <coughs> pregnant girlfriend. He was he talked a bunch of shit. He really he did. did. And he had a lot of issues. But like once I had read this article a couple weeks before this happened and the article was disturbing like absolutely hard oh to read. it is when you read the the some of the transcripts the Mi- i think it's yeah. miami times or something wrote a piece on and him and i was like that. fuck like yeah. it was so graphic and he did not give a fuck he was proud right. of who he was he lived in it he was it and so i definitely like i saw people that were like i'm not sad about an abuser dying the fuck and like i don't i ain't mad at you like i understand that um, do I think we should <laughs> celebrate someone dying? I guess no. Like right. obviously that doesn't. Yeah, this dude deserved to be locked up. Right. In, in my opinion, for like the rest of his life, and he was so, an adult and he had made mistakes that that he should have been locked up for the rest of his life. In my right. opinion, it's just a lot of shit. Like, cause there's so much to it, and then it's just like fuck. Like I don't know. It was just it, it had me shook because to the same degree like learning about his life and his past or whatever like he was abused and all emotionally fucked up growing up too and so it's like do we these people are supposed to like what's healing for these people right yeah is it this music and then like should we not support their art no like i don't want to support an abuser's art but at the same time he needed an outlet i don't know it just made me feel so weird and conflicted but at the end of the day i knew that i never want to fucking support a monster like that right like fuck that shit but i'm not gonna praise him dying because i'm just not a terrible person but it honestly like i was just like welp yeah i think it just it it's it's uh tricky on how we handle the conversation like as a as a community Because obviously we're going to hear both sides of the spectrum. And I think for people that are caught in the middle between, well, I don't agree with the things that he did, but I like his music. So I'm going to look over those things. And I like I can't do that. Right. And that's what I'm saying. That's where conversations need to be like, yo, like, honestly, (laughs) right. Regardless of, of of what what your opinion might be, like the thing that is is at the forefront of all of this is something really disturbing. So we... Right. And that's to me what was the most bothersome is that as a society, this man was still able to make it and get this big when we knew the shit he was doing. Because he can be a fucked up, horrible person and be creating his art. And and people like this, to me, shouldn't get that shine. They don't deserve that shine. They are literally trying to kill people. Like... They need help. Yeah, the acceptance to me, and the so acceptance of that. And so that's what's disturbing. That society uplifts right, these people. The ex- these exactly. big artists were mourning him and so sad and this and that. And I get it. Like, if this man was really trying to better <clears> himself <throat> and do better, great. But from what I know, he even like at one point was like gonna quote unquote donate to organizations that were 
for women and this and that after all his bullshit came out and i was like i fucking doubt that yeah literally within a few weeks that shit was dropped he didn't donate shit so i'm like you're not real like these companies are signing you so they're trying to make you be nice but you are not nice at your core you need you needed help yeah if i'm broke and i make it if i'm broke and i get a million dollars and then this thing comes out and then it's like oh well i'm gonna give half of it i still came up 500 right like if you look at the math of it it doesn't make sense i think the acceptance of someone like him and his behavior like desensitizes us as a whole so that we're okay with something that's ultimately like our like it we're deteriorating yeah, because it's reflected of it of yeah who we are and that's why i was so bothered when kendrick uplifted him and was like i'm gonna take my music off like no the fuck you're gonna uplift someone who who is a known abuser like a known one he is okay with what he's doing not just to women also to the lgbt community he's fucked up he was horrible to these people to these communities and the hip-hop community uplifted him and praised him do i think people are allowed to grow and become better absolutely but should we fucking raise their voices and shit like that no we shouldn't have and so it was super disturbing to see um and obviously like I don't know. It gets super messy with saying like someone deserves to die or this or that because ultimately like it's not in our hands. But damn, that shit was definitely like it had me shook and I was not a fan of him and I often talked shit about him. Um, But it's very sad because it's like to me, it's like these cycles of trauma. Right. Yeah. Um, And I ended up having discussion with like my mom and family about that because I'm like, if all these people of color are going through cycles of trauma, like we need help. Yeah. Like we fucking need help because it's horrible it's just awful um so now we can finally go to lighter news uh i ugh, i still so i just feel like that's so weird to me that that shit happened um because normally i'd be like wow rest in peace and i'm like no i don't even yeah. uh i just feel weird about it um so this is much brighter news our very fave nationalistic Lowell sporting event. Woo woo. Yippee. Z World Cup has been happening. Z World World War Z Cup? Yep. Tom Cruise is back, bitches, and he's fighting aliens again. Was World Z he was Brad Pitt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was, I was like, wait, I was like, which one was Tom Cruise? Cruise? That was beautiful. Which one was Tom Cruise? World uh, Brad Pitt's Impossible. a daddy. You're talking about War of the Worlds. War oh. of the Worlds. Which is the remake of the Not original Mission film. Impossible. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot. World War Z was Brad Pitt. Yes. Okay. Tom. Wow, I, was, I hate I myself. I was like trying to see where she was going. I was like, does she you know guys, like the widow? They're not that, that far apart. World of the Worlds and World War Z. That's yeah. not that one's far. zombies, one's aliens. What? They're both like key white actors in Hollywood true, fighting true. creatures. Okay. True, straight, so, fuck me. Anyways, the World Cup, goddammit, has been happening. <laughs> World War Z. Um, <laughs> so obviously everybody's pulling their Mexico jerseys out of the woodworks here in Ooh, Texas. Oh, swear. <laughs> I got Everybody's a fan now. Swear. Don't get it twisted. I barely watch soccer, but I watch it every four years um it's pretty fun it's nice to see people get so excited it is and it's nice to see people get wasted off their ass at like eight in the morning it is hilarious yeah like you saw i wasn't (laughs) functional after that first game i was like pat like it ain't even noon yet damn for real she had a modelo in between two breads i'm fine i I, I came to the center and i was like i'm still tired yeah he's like let's go get coffee oh my god um so did y'all think well we're gonna speak from like I guess mostly like the Latinx perspective. Obviously, we're all Mexicanos, so like, who are we rooting for? I don't know. Um, I mean, I really want Denmark to 
Denmark. <laughs> You're like fucking Trump. He's like, like, what about you? all the people from Denmark? Um, I did not. I think nobody expected Mexico to win the first one. I loved all the memes prior that were like, pray for us because we're not going <laughs> to win. Yeah. And then we actually ended up winning against the Nazis. Sorry, this is bad. I shouldn't say that, right? Germany. I lit my Pancho Villa Vela for them. Wow. I lit my Emiliano Zapata Vela. And I lit my Guadalupe Vela. Because who else? Um, Yeah, so y'all can speak on this more. Pat's a big soccer person. I mostly watched for the cute men growing up. So my basic ass. Who's your favorite growing up? Oh my god, did you see my tweet? No, I didn't. Are you lying? I'm not. Okay, I made a tweet because I was a big fan of Carlos Vela. Really? I thought he was so cute. I didn't know he still played. Yeah. And so when I got back on social... Play like Rafa, Rafa still playing. Like, do you feel cool? Uh, yeah, Tokayo. Like, what's up, Chucky? Oh you saw the, you saw the picture of the Socalo with the Chucky at the No, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I liked all the ones with um, what's his face? Ochoa. Oh, Memo with they the, were so the good. They were so good. Um, yeah, any other surprising things? Sports people, I was happy with Peru winning. Oh, yeah, that was really cool. The other minute. celebrations were yeah. so sweet, and then when I say uh. Was it Korea's fans were like picking up? After oh, Japan the, or Japan and also like, Japan and Colombia. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, y'all lost and y'all are still like. No, they won. Or was it the one that they won? Yeah, it's the one that they won. And they're being really sweet to the Colombian fans, yeah. and they were like, hey, good Aww, game, and they were like, nice. I don't know. It's it just like even doing. though I know like FIFA and everybody's like it's all like screwed up and it's like this everything's whole fucked up, but you can still thing. enjoy yeah. things. It's just like I the fans. Like it's yeah. just like it doesn't matter like who you're a fan of or who you're cheering for. Like you can all like be like the this unity, is fun. right? There's a spirit of like global like harmony. Is that why it's called the we world all hold sport? hands and sing kumbaya while we kick balls? <laughs> yep. You right. You right. Um, so by the time the episode comes out, Mexico may or we'll may one. Yeah. Let's hope so. Ooh, if I ooh. Knock on wood, be. Yeah. It's pretty cool, though. It's really cool to see that because it's just, I don't know, it's exciting. Except, like I said earlier, we need to fucking stop being horrible people. Y'all should not be burning Salvadorian flags. Oh, that yeah. is fucking That's pathetic really and disgusting. I think, I think as a whole, the... Uh, Mexico yeah. needs to address its own bullshit, and I'm getting so annoyed with it because I... I'm just now learning about it in the last like couple years, and I think it's pathetic. Also, if any Mexicans are listening, or if any absentee voters, uh, that election, that presidential election it's in Mexico, up. it is coming up. Mm-hmm. Damn, Jesus Christ! <clears> oh <throat> Lord, yeah. Jesus! So I hope you all are enjoying the World Cup. It's been fun to be on Twitter Yippee. around that time. Um, this next topic <clears throat> is. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. kind of interesting so rafa i'm having you help me with all of these because i was a little bit void of the internet last week and you know i stay on the internet i mean so you, as soon as i saw the tweet i had to send the screenshot to y'all because i was confused myself so what Cause, happened cause give us a better. quick rundown because we have more to talk about so a owner and bar manager advised that based on a lot of violence that had been happening on this particular corner. Um, at I, this specific bar or just in this, this corner of this Deep specific Elm? bar in, on the corner, in this corner of Deep Elm, mm-hmm. um, a night a, a prior, a night prior, like a, a 40 plus person brawl. Damn. Um, yeah, I mean, one thing, uh, 
if y'all are listening and you're on the Deep LM Community Watch page, you know how wild and like upsetting that page can be. So just imagine like all of these things happening. Um, so I feel like bar owners and managers like to be proactive in the sense of making sure that the patrons and of course the talent is first and foremost safe. But um, <clears throat> we had had this conversation with said owner and bar managers in terms of how you know we handled our audience. And I think for the most part, the faded DJs have been doing this for over 10 years. Um, so I think really understanding how to like feel the vibe of a party, um, speaks to how well you're able to like perform as a professional. Um, and then that's, you know, you, you can reflect your professionalism through how you carry yourself and how you handle certain situations. And so, um, there was a tweet that went out that said that there was no more trap or turn up music allowed at off the record independent bar and kitchen or club dada in deep ellum very bold statement. yeah it was a very bold statement and i saw it and i was like what i was like that's not true because we have three parties coming up and we play a lot of trap and all a lot of, of those things and we play that's a lot why of turn i go up. there yeah and um so i was upset at first i was like what does this mean um and then like obviously it started this wave and people started saying things and taking it out of context saying oh well they don't like black music and they're being racist and things like that. And so that was a bit um, strange for me to listen to or to read because I figured, uh, you know, it, it seems like something might be a little off. And so um, I reached out to the bar manager and had a conversation with him. He had a conversation along with the owner with us and our crew and basically said nothing is different. Nothing has changed. Nothing is going to change. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. Um, we have always been like this, you know, this trio of venues that host Faded and other DJs to hold parties and people come out to have a good time. And so um, we tried to get some kind of explanation. And so we really didn't get a concrete one in the sense of, no, we didn't say these things. It was more of a look. Um we want people to manage the vibe and the crowds better mm -hmm. in the sense of don't don't keep your music scope so narrow in the sense of you're staying within the same BP like same range of BPMs an entire night. And Meaning so what? and so I was confused at that. And so um I think the idea was don't play not don't play, but like um we have a running joke in the Faded Gang about who warms up a crowd. And so, like, Storm had made a joke about Rocket playing a song, like, too early in the night. And it was, like, 11, right? And he was like, it's 11. Why are you playing this song so early? And it, I don't know what it was. Probably, like, Drake's Nice for What or God's Plan or something, right? In. Yeah, it's like, you got to wait forever to walk in. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I took it as that understanding. And so when I talked to the crew about it, it was like, well, yeah. Basically, they're saying, you know, DJs do your thing and fill out a crowd so that you don't play nothing but like, um, like do your job well and actually right. check the vibe. <clears throat> right. And so um, 
And as DJs, it's not easy. It's very difficult, especially when people are coming up to you every five minutes asking for a specific song. <laughs> if someone wants to hear like this Juvenile. not your quince. Yeah. If someone wants to hear Juvenile's back that ass up at 1030 p.m. at night, it's like, well, you got to hold on because it's not <laughs> time for that yet. Yeah. Um, and so I, th- I think that it was that conversation that it was like, oh, well, it sounds like you're telling me not to play what I play. Um. And so it was ve- it was it was made very clear to us that that wasn't the case. Uh, we've never been told that. And so uh, with that tweet, um, uh, several other things came up about, you know, how the bar owners and the bar managers treat, you know, um, whether it's talent, uh, uh, people of color or women uh, in terms of the talent. And, you know, I it was one of those things where. Like you look at the whole situation and you're not really sure what to do with it because some of the things that don't ring true, um, you have firsthand experience with and and you don't know whether, whether to believe it or not. And then it's like, well, you also understand that this platform that has really been supportive of people trying to get their foot in the game, um, maybe they're treating them a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it was... I mean, even now, we're still trying to figure out, like, what is really going on. But right, I think because it seems like something's up to me. As it does seem like something's up. like kind of from the outside, but still has an understanding right. of the scene. Like, it feels <clears> like, <throat> well, these people that wrote in this article clearly have some kind of backstory or something that's happening in me. Like, not in me, <laughs> to me, in my opinion, um, because <coughs> I don't feel like they would have spoken just out of their ass. But I don't know that. However, like there probably is some validity to that that we're not understanding. And or if not that, then there is an understanding of a discussion that needs to be had. And that when there is, is when there is, you know, uh, trap or rap or hip hop or quote unquote black music, there is that story. That is part of the story of hip hop is that it has this negative stigma. So there's validity in that however if there's unprofessionalism and misunderstanding and you're gonna go to twitter and just say some shit because you got a little bit of clout and you know that people will listen because you're gonna speak out of your ass that's fucking stupid and like i think we keep talking about this and even with these people we bring in it's the same thing that like dallas is focused on the wrong shit if we're having a problem with people being racist or terrible towards djs or women djs or whatever we need to talk about it we need to do better we need to move on so we can I really fucking culture, unite as a city, as a exactly. culture or whatever. But if that's not the case and that's not what's happening and people are just being like saying whatever the fuck they want because they get they get something misconstrued or whatever, like then we need to work on that, too. Like, that's what the problem is, though. Like as a culture, that's why things like that are dangerous, because it's in my opinion, it's irresponsible and it's divisive. Mm-hmm. If I got if some if if if, if I understood something and, and someone said to me, like, Faded is not allowed to play this. And Faded is not allowed to do it's that. It's like the thing with the the vinyl club, Chulita Vinyl Club. And they said, stop playing Spanish music. But they, like, had the proof That's what I'm of saying. that shit happening. Yeah. So, like, if, if that happens to us, and, and even if it does, like, you, you better believe that one of the first things that's going to happen is that we're going to make sure that that conversation clears up any misunderstandings. Mm-hmm. So... If, if you're telling me not to do something, I'm going to need to make sure that what you're telling me is not to do that one thing rather than me misunderstand something you're saying and to just like, you know, blow it up into something that that it really isn't, which is what I feel like is is 
needed. Um, I don't know what is going on right it now on Jefferson lot, Boulevard. It's not us but anymore. Yeah, it's not the fire alarm. Or the fog machine. Or the fog machine. But yeah, but to steer it back to the conversation, like, yeah, I think conversations and discussions among the people that are involved on both sides of this that are creating this community needs to happen yeah, like they that need to be had because if these people are feeling this way especially these black <clears throat> women djs that are crucial to to our our city like if they feel this way like clearly some discussion needs to be had because they shouldn't be feeling that way right or you know what i mean like we need to have no this discussion that's very so we true. can progress forward as that's a fucking very, city very we have very true so much talent so much potential and these things happening are bringing us back and yeah. and like obviously if we have shitty people in the industry kick them out like we don't want them here but at the same time it's like okay we need to figure this out yeah um so that's that on that uh <laughs> you know sips just tea. sips tea because we got a lot to work on dallas and yeah lots of potential but mm. quick uh more little hip hip hop hip hop news Drake's album is supposedly finally here. Scorpion. Wow, I wonder what his sign is. He's got to be a Taurus. He's got to be a Scorpio. He's such a Scorpio. Oh, though. duh. That's why it's Scorpion. You're, you knew this, Quit. Um, <laughs> how do you think the album will be? I'm really looking forward to it. I've I, been I, really. Oh, what, Pat? I was going to say, I hope the baby's like the cover photo. <laughs> It's like Lil Wayne's in yeah. a suit. Or Biggie's. Or all the classics. Um, wow, did I call Lil Wayne a classic? A mistake. Oy. I'm just kidding. I don't attack me, fuck boys. I know <laughs> y'all love him so much. Um, I, I enjoy Drake. Honestly, I was at the club the other day, which speaks to that too, because I was mm -hmm. at one of these places that people were claiming weren't playing trap and then faded djs was literally playing all the hood shit that makes you want to fight people and nobody was fighting so yeah. i was really confused when the article it was came lovely. out i was like hi you're an amazing human being now let's fuck some shit up on the dance floor <laughs> <laughs> but Start i really dancing, like, i did play. feel weird when i saw the article because i was like wait i was just yeah. there and they, were, they <laughs> literally they played songs that make you want to beat someone's ass like yeah. i admit but i didn't beat anyone's ass so I don't know. It felt weird because all these stories were coming out, but I was at the locations they were talking about. Yeah. And they were playing all the music. Anyways, so back to the next topic, which was Drake's album that probably has come out by the time you've heard this. And I will assume that there will be a song where he's trying to sound really hard and get back and push it maybe. Yeah. But it probably will miss the mark just by a hair because how can you completely come back from the type of shit that was laid out? That's tough. Um... However, the sound he's been rocking lately, I think it'll probably be a fun album at yeah, very least. I'm looking forward to it. He's got the formula correct. And yeah. it's funny to be at these bars now when they play his music because I can't help but think of how he was dragged. But also like his music's still fucking fun. So he's still winning in that in that exactly. realm. Um, so there's that. I'm sure we'll have more to say once we hear it um, and more hip hop news because we talk and care way too much about hip hop. Uh, Cardi in Offset, well, Cardi, you know, girl can't keep secrets for too long, <laughs> revealed that her and her man's Offset, who does not know how to be faithful, um, actually got married already in September of last what? year. What? I know. Spoiler alert. So 
she was like basically she did one of those really professional iphone notepad notes we all know what you're talking about (laughs) um and basically at the end of it she was like well now all y'all that were saying i was pregnant out of wedlock can't say that and i'm like girl that's so 1965 i don't give a rat's ass but that's cute for you caring about that so i guess congrats to them (coughs) i'm i'm a little bit sad because I just get sad when I know like a woman is with an unfaithful man. Yeah. Um, however, that leads us to our next and final topic of today, <laughs> honey. I just I can never stop laughing at the meme that's like, "Don't leave a good man because he's occasionally unfaithful." <laughs> <laughs> like, Too much. They dragged him hard. Lord <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, how did you feel at this moment? Where were we? Set the scene for us. So, where were we coming back from? The Rustic. The rustic. We only went to the Rustic, mind you, to support 88 Killa and SD, because fuck the Rustic still, okay? But yeah. I'm so glad that all these places probably will never hire us for anything, because yeah. <laughs> I talk shit about everybody. Aragon with an A? Sorry. Double R, bitch. Don't get it twisted. We're booked. Oh, my God. But there's four open. We're booked. It's fine. We don't need you. I'll need you. So we're leaving that. S- and then Esty comes in. We just wanted to get something to eat before the Grammys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yes. So are you setting the scene for us, friend? Yes. So we're on our way back. Mira, he's not even paying attention. I was. I was reading <laughs> this beautiful script. Thank you. I'm a writer. Hire me. Yeah. We professional. Girl, if you don't we, get on we might with got, story, We might could do something here. We might have just did something. <laughs> Um, so we're on our way back and then like you let out this scream. I did. And I almost like wreck into the church's chicken (laughs) and all the tenders come flying out. Okay, you my seatbelt is off. I go through the windshield. Oh my god. I I'm hanging on to the piping like because the roof is like caving in. And I'm like, Pat! Wow, a real give me a hand. A real Tom Cruise in World War Z. And all I hear is like the gas line. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. And then the green room, the green, the screen is in the there. background. Okay. This so was real fun. life, Pat. Oh, this okay. isn't CGI. Oh, okay. And then what happened? Oh, that was cute. And then like Pat drags me back into the truck, and then like she puts out the fire with the extinguisher, oh, and you're still like going. still looking at your phone, and you're like. Beyonce and Jay-Z just dropped an (laughs) album. How did your heart feel? My chest got a little warm. Did it really? It really did. Because I felt like, oh my God. My chest got warm. I Um, felt like it was Christmas when I was three. So I was so happy. And you said that. Did I say those words? You said, I feel like it's Christmas. You didn't say when I was three, but this is better than Christmas or something like that. It felt so nice. I felt so happy. I'm still smiling. And so the problem was that it was on title. Oh, fuck a title. Am I right? And so you were really excited, but you couldn't listen to it. Because I'm broke boy Spotify crew. was good? You you big baller, man. I'm really (laughs) Don't even trip. Yo, okay, Pat, earlier, at, earlier, did she not say, I was supposed to get my nails done and go to Whole Foods and instead <laughs> I'm going to go. Did she, <laughs> Dad, did why are you dragging not, her? 
right I'm now. just saying. Did she, she not say that? I mean, you don't get your she, uh, deep LM, a new iPhone, uh-uh. new car no, ass. No, Doesn't show battery uh, percentage. No. Doesn't show battery percentage on his phone because they too rich to know. But I ain't, I ain't out here like, I need to go get my nails done. And I have to because if not, society's not kind to me, okay? <laughs> And I needed a kombucha from Whole Foods. <laughs> You're not making the case. Because I though. eat too many chicken nuggets, so I got to digest better, okay? Now what? Nope. Gee, now y'all know my whole life. Shit. Go back onto the topic. Everything is love. So I Let's saved roll. you from the fire. Yeah. Emma was on her phone. No, yeah. And so, um, and so you're like, oh, shit, we got to listen to it. And I think we start listening mm-hmm. to it right in the away. car. Yeah. And so we were like, someone is fortunate <clears throat> and privileged and well off enough to have title by choice. <clears throat> That's I Rafa. I can't I, afford title. I can't afford Whole Foods. Um, so for real. So, okay. we, yeah, I have title. How am I going to afford Whole Foods? So they <laughs> were listening to like the first couple songs and it sounded good. It sounded good. Immediately. We were like, oh, snap. Uh huh. And then um, we had we did we, we came hear in it? here yeah we came we heard the beginning of Ape Shit because I we said who the is beginning. this is this Migos yeah and I was like this is Migos or is this Travis who and is then it, it? it didn't say like featuring no it said yeah. nothing and they weren't speaking they were just right. ad-libbing. <laughs> that's literally what they <laughs> do <laughs> best <though. laughs> hey. oh my gosh and so then we got here <laughs> yeah and then so you we log in. To title.com. title.com slash uh Rafael Tamayo. Yeah. And then we see that Ape Shit has a video. And it is amazing. And so we're like, holy shit, play the video. And we're like, they didn't let out rent out the loop. They did. They? they did. They that really ain't real. did. And like, then that, fucking suits. Iconic. Yeah, so then naturally um, we listened to it and then we were doing something, but then I also downloaded it for my friends so that they could listen to it and I emailed it to them right away so that they could listen to it on the way home. Thank you for helping the peasants. A true friend. So you're welcome. That's the first time he did that because last time he did it with 444, but that's none of my business. Thank you, sir. You're, so you're, what are your thoughts? Fine gentlemen. What Thank are your you. thoughts on the album, Sir Jay-Z? Um, I enjoy the album. I. How do you really feel about the album? <clears throat> What do you mean, how do I really feel? That's what I mean. Like, there are some statements being made uh-huh. on this album. And there are some very strong talking points. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> no, it's just, I think, you know, it, it's important to hear their perspective on stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Beyonce rapping. How do you feel about that? I, I actually enjoy it. Same. So... I stay um, in a queen. Yeah, I I mean it's it's just dope to see them because you you know you for someone that's kind of been with them, you know, the the for the lifespan of their career, like seeing something like this when you know what they're capable of and you don't really like it's hard to decipher what it is that you feel you need culturally mm-hmm. in terms of like what artists create until it's there. Right. And so you have an appreciation for it and you're like, "Oh my god, I didn't know that I needed this." Like this particular thing, the way mm-hmm. this is made, and um, and yeah, like the appreciation is immediately there. But you know, once you take time and really digest some of the things, you're like, wow, yeah, this is this is work. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah. I uh, I think I tried to listen to it that night because I don't have titles, so I had to like find skimpy ways to do it. 
and I don't know if that's the word I'm supposed to use for that, but I already did. So <laughs> I listened to it and there was every single song. I was like, oh shit, this is a bop. Oh shit. Oh shit. And I was like, whoa. <coughs> Cause sometimes there's like tracks you could skip through and like, I can't skip any of these. I thoroughly enjoy every single song which is really rare for albums nowadays because even on like some of my faves like damn like i'll still skip certain parts and for this one it's like concise and strong and fun and my favorite like there's so many aspects to digest that i hope we can get into a little bit um but just seeing their growth as individuals and then together is so fucking dope and seeing what they're doing with their blackness and their celebrity and their money and their fame and their power and claiming their shit and owning it is really dope um and beyond that (coughs) just owning their humanness yeah um because i think we kind of came to consensus a few weeks ago about how cool it's been to see jay-z's growth even though it fucking took him 45 motherfucking years to get to the point he's at yeah but like there's so much he says on this album and some of it's used in a weird kind of way. I think as far as like putting all this pressure on like black, black Queens, you know, you saved us, you raised us, which obviously certainly holds true to a degree, but it's like, don't try to use that as a device either. Mm. Um, But there's so many powerful things that are said. And I think people could easily construe this album as like, Oh, these rich people talking this, but it's like, no, to me, like Magna Carta was like that to where it was just like, rich people problems i don't give a fuck (laughs) but this one to me it's like is this the full truth of what has been happening to them in the last year i don't know surely they won't share everything with us because they shouldn't have to because they're still human and we shouldn't know everything but like this is a damn good drama and y'all are fucking brilliant because you made your bad bitch album he tried to make his bad bitch album and then you make your heartbreak album he makes his heartbreak growth album and now we finally come together and get this like fucking fun ass piece of work and like i'm sure some people are probably not very thrilled with like maybe jay-z's bars like they're not as heavy hitting as some shit but i'm like how often are joint albums supposed to be these like extreme in-depth works of art like to me joint albums are fun like that's how i've always seen artists come together um and so i don't know i I just really to me it's like shit like i'm a fan of both like i know we had this stupid argument but like you can ask pat like i was a fan of jay-z before beyonce i always rode for jay-z before beyonce so now that i like obviously stand her and uh i see them come together it's really beautiful and it's cool to to see everything they've created um and also just to shade fucking everybody that needs to be shaded like kanye over and over and over and over again i was here for it um there's it's fun it's a fun album yeah and i'm glad it happened what are your favorite parts if i really gave a fuck about streams yeah, I would have put a shit. And in. then it went on Spotify. And then <laughs> it came on Spotify three we days at, later. We were at Target and I yeah. freaked her out. It was funny. Did you see the video of, of her reacting? No, I no, he so. doesn't watch our Instagram oh. stories because he hates us. It's because I, I was trying to sing you, a song and Pat I blocked me for like two days. You did, and I had to tell you, and then like you unblocked me. Black I boy? did not. You Black did. Shoot. Black boy. Shoot. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's because i was looking up a song and i wanted to listen to it when we were at target and then 
I went to her. You uh, shop at Target. I fucking love Target. And then I went to her page. Rich people problems. What's up? And wow, then what? you are trash. What? You're a Target stand too. Oh, bro. Anyways, go on. But yeah, so we cl- I clicked on her page on Spotify and I was like, Eva. <coughs> She's like, what? And I was. I like, was getting toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, we were clicking. She like, was on that Spotify. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> so I like I was like Eva, the album's on Spotify. And she's like, what? And she like literally <laughs> tears started I, like filling up. Okay, I, I'm only that because Eva, what? <laughs> and, and I like I clicked crying. on Ape shit. And she was like, what? My eyes started watering. Sometimes if watering. I feel a lot. Yeah. I'm not even trying. Like I dead ass. I'm not trying to be funny. Yeah. Like I just get overwhelmed, and I'm like, oh my god! And tears started coming out of my eyes, and I was like, I just feel so grateful because. The way this uh, person I know sent me the album, like I couldn't just listen to it all through. It was like I had to go click it like a fucking oh lame ass privileged uh, computer having bitch. And I had click, click. God damn it. Got to click the next one. Oh, no. I know. It's terrible. So I was like, Spotify, my Spotify <laughs> has fucking everything is love. And so I was very excited. And and I, teared up. I teared up. I wasn't like sobbing. Is that why you also teared up at Contagion? I teared up because it was so bad that my puke was everywhere. Eva. <laughs> my God. Wait. I got him. How did Contagion Anyways, make you everything, lo- everything is love is great. Um, we're trying to not make this episode so long, but I think we could both go into this album much deeper. <clears throat> yeah. um, shout out to J&B for working out their issues. I think it's really cool that they address um, lots of things within the black community and also just uh, with their experience with each other and like getting oh f- uh, friends i love friends i love so many of the songs <coughs> i liked when uh crystal on the read said that she felt like she knew tata she's like i heard tata's name for a long time in jay-z's music i feel like i know tata i was like literally saying bitch he says tata all the time so it was just so cool it was fun to see this different side of them and i really loved how he was kind of hyping her yeah I was like, ooh, okay, Jay. Like, he was like, this my bitch. And then she was like, Jay and B's just watch the throne. I was like, ay, Dios mio. Yeah. Like, there was just so much fun shit. And yeah. I loved it. And I'm very fond of it. I think people get annoyed because these are two such critical icons. And people are like, they hold them to an even higher standard because of that. Oh, right. Yeah. Um. But this is just a fun album, and we get to we we hear more from them. Ooh, when Beyonce gets see, there's so many things. <laughs> when Beyonce gets mad and she's like, "When I if you or uh, you didn't let me swing at that bitch when I saw her in person oh, or whatever the yeah. fuck she says," I'm like, yeah. "Oh my god, those." <coughs> <sighs> but also, it makes me it reminds me not to trust men because someone cheated on Beyonce. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Anyways, but you can work it out maybe if you want to if you're willing to I go mean, down that road. However, okay. some would say that relationship is toxic. But it seems like they're in a really great place now and they renewed their vows and um, yeah, love is, everything is love, you guys. Everything is love. Anything else? What's your favorite song? Any final thoughts you want to share on the album? Um, I will say that when I first saw like that the album was out, mm-hmm. like when we were in the truck and I, I don't know if it was on your phone or my phone, I thought it said elevator love. Wow. <laughs> I really would have liked that. That's name. literally but what it is, though. That's what it is. Elevator oh, love. I still want to watch the video again. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you like it? Thank you. I am an artiste. <laughs> uh, so that about <clears throat> wraps it up for us on the juice for this week. Ding, ding, ding. 
our self-care quanta. I said it wrong, didn't I? Do you want to sing it for me? Why do you always want me to sing it? Because you like how I sing it, so I want to make you sing it. Okay. Wait, do I need to do my voice like you? Ew, is that how I sound? Am I a nasally bitch? No, I'm trying to do it really high. Ew, I'm offended. Then I, okay. Since when do I talk like this? No, see, your voice got deeper. Well, what did you want me to say? (laughs) Self-care. I do not sound like Elmo. Go, go. Self-care corner. (laughs) Okay, we'll run with it. So my self-care for this week <laughs> is something I'm trying to do more often as usual. And I um I don't make time for this shit. And every time I do, I'm like, God damn it. Why didn't I do that more often? Um, You really have to do this and find the way that works best for you. I'm sure I've done this as a self-care corner before. But I think with all the stuff going on, it really is important that we take the time to really have moments outside of ourself for a minute because we're so consumed by everything around us and it's so easily uh, projected on us and just weighing down on us. Um, So I really enjoy meditation when I give myself the chance to really do so. I personally have to like set the scene for myself because I'm a distracted ass hoe and have like a million ass thoughts going through my mind all the time. So I often will like do a bubble bath or something where I really have to chill. Like I force myself to fucking chill which is really hard to do um so i want to recommend meditating i don't know if either of you have tried meditating or do i've tried it once um but the closest i got to regularly doing it i guess was yoga that's good that's but i'd like to get back to something like that i know lately my form of like taking care of myself is reading and doing my nails Cute, cute. Those are both forms of self-care, which is why I was going to get my nails done. Haterades, but go and on. And go to Rafa. Whole Foods. Um, they have really good jackfruit there. Uh, How would you know that? I can't afford that. It was a joke. I don't even know if they have jackfruit. I don't even know what jackfruit is. Whatever. You ate a jackfruit sandwich from I could go. Oh, oh you. <laughs> well, well, well. Can you come on? This is about meditation. This is self-care, not um, hateful corner. Okay. <clears throat> I know. Pat, they got straight beat. <laughs> Because you've, to you've told us you like it. That's why we need to try it. Okay, go on. <laughs> so I have meditated before. Uh, it is helpful. I don't have time to meditate now. I know I need to make time. That's um, the thing, making the time. Because yeah. you can do it like right before you sleep. You can do it right after you wake up. And like, like I will get on my phone right after I wake up and be on Twitter for like 20 minutes trying to catch up with the world. And I'm like, yeah. bitch, if I just put that away and like turned on some music and like i like guided meditation personally because i cannot meditate on my own i do not have the mental capacity to focus that hard by myself yeah like i need someone saying like shut your eyes bitch oh. shut the fuck up that would listen be really to scary. the waves of the ocean that would be actually really funny i think i would listen to them i might make it you if should, y'all pay me um but i like guided meditation there's just different forms of meditation for different things there there's short meditation long i guess meditation. just the idea of like so i i enjoy being alone right but being by myself is scary. I understand that. And I so, feel that 100%. See, I, like, I like being alone alone. Like sometimes I actually need that alone time. Well, that's what I mean. Like that I, I, I need that like right. regularly, like very like regularly. Revamping but like yourself. really like really being with my lonesome self by myself, like in, you know, 
your head. It's right. scary. That is scary. So like if I'm but trying to go to sleep. But that's also normal to people living with like anxiety and depression. It's that typical Well, fear. I'm not anxious or depressed, but I'm anxious and depressed. Okay. So, <laughs> so like if I'm in the living room and I'm trying to fall asleep, the TV's going to stay on. Right. And the same for, the, so like I'll have, you know, the office on one TV and Futurama on the other. Impressive. And that's how I go to sleep. All right. Consumption at its finest. Yes. But that's like decent consumption. Yeah. But I think you should try Like to me, like sometimes a good ass meditation will literally elevate me to like another fucking level. And that shit is dope. Because you're reminded of your power, of your mind, of your body, of your soul. Like if you have a really good meditation because you're able to move beyond those thoughts. So it's really hard to get to that kind of meditation. But if you have the opportunity to try and practice, because it takes practice, it takes focusing, it takes time. We talk about practice. Shut up, private practice. (laughs) Um, So that is our self-care corner for the week. (laughs) I'm kind of losing my voice again. Self-care corner. Self-care corner. Self-care corner. Ew, I'm offended by that one. All right, so now it is time for our upcoming De Colores events. Woo! So the very first event that I want to advertise is a play oopsies <laughs> you keep doing that i'm though. so sorry did i do it on the thing too on the way nothing i'll tell you later so um <clears throat> our friend rafael is a professional actor <laughs> i don't know if y'all know where you can tell by his dramatic ass stories about a chicken tender flying out the window when i learned about a that really happened okay well rafa do you want to tell us what's coming up on july 13th or should i do my spiel do your spiel so I'm very excited because I love supporting people I love, but also I haven't seen Rafa act um, besides like on this really big movie called Selena. Um, so and some other movies he was in and like clips, but I get to see this live and in full effect on July 13th at the Bathhouse Cultural Center, a play that he will be a fucking mime. He will be a mime, you guys. Is that saying too much? Am I allowed to say that? No, you can say that. It's a play called bruno and louis i yeah. got it correct got it's it gonna correct. be headed by two latinx latino men um very light complected latino men but yes, nonetheless like thank Latinos. you sorry i just gotta keep it real <laughs> with my people okay um they're great beautiful people and actors and the production should be a lot of fun because the director's a lot of fun yeah and i'm really excited to see and support my friend and i think he's probably annoyed with how much (laughs) how excited i am i just don't know if you're joking or not i'm not like i'm dead ass like if i love you like i support the fuck out of you so (laughs) as long as you don't mind i just keep rolling with it well good anything else you want to share no, it it should be. We're having a lot of fun with rehearsals, so the show should be a lot of fun. How long does the show run? <clears throat> it's not a long show. It, it it'll cap at maybe fifty minutes to an hour tops. Uh huh. Um, one act. Uh, but it's 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 a lot of fun. It's a comedy. Is um, it only July thirteenth? So no, there are several shows. There is a Facebook event. Uh, if you look up Prism Movement Theater Group, uh, Prism Movement Theater, that's who we're doing the production. That's who's doing the production. Uh, directed by Jeffrey Colangelo. Uh, super dope he's he's like a super dope actor choreographer director fight choreographer and all this stuff but yeah um omar padilla myself bruno and louis two mimes on the quest for fame is it yes and so i believe we have about five or six shows it'll be at the bathhouse cultural center part of the festival of independent theaters and uh 
Yeah. Are you nervous? Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. I'm so excited for you. I'm so nervous. It's good to be nervous. That's what you always tell me. That's true. Because I always tell you I'm nervous about things and then you tell me that. And then I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's part of it. If you weren't nervous, then we should be concerned. Exactly. So if y'all want to support our boy, I think you should. I'll be posted up (laughs) July 13th. I'm going to be in my striped t-shirt that I don't. I don't ohm, ohm, but I've been (laughs) meditation, bitch. Uh, I don't own, but I have been miming to Rafa for fucking weeks now. Literally, I'll run into you and then you're like (laughs) miming a wand like, okay. I'm in a box every single time. So I'm very excited for this. We also have the upcoming Gray Space art show that will be uh, pride themed, LGBTQ themed. Um, and that will be coming up mid August. So please submit your artwork to the Colores Collective at gmail.com. Look for the flyer. It should be coming out super soon. Um, I'm very excited about this. I apologize for not discussing LGBTQ issues more on this episode, but like I said, it will be, uh, starting up more on the next episode with our guest. Um, so, I'm very excited about this. Uh, please let me know if there's any events or anything we should be highlighting um, as always, because we always want to be doing that for not just Decolores events personally, but other events happening in the community. So now it is time for our Brown business of the week. We definitely could have done this a long time ago, but we were on Instagram live today and shout out to CTG who recommended us, <laughs> to eat here even though like we all know this place existed and have yeah. gone a million times but like just weren't thinking about it yeah. i actually grew up on this place because it you? started in but you lived in grand prairie it started in grand prairie texas oh okay after church after school if mom was uh being real sweet and generous we would go and get some tortas this is torta la hechicera located at 119 west jefferson but they also have about six different locations throughout the DFW. Yep. They um, on maple. They on maple. Oh, they're on maple? Yeah, they, they up on maple. All right. Our brown business of the week is Torta La Hechicera. They have several different locations throughout Dallas and Grand Prairie. Um, the one nearest to the cultural center is at 119 West Jefferson Boulevard. However, they have locations throughout Dallas and they originated in Gran Prairie, Texas. So I feel this place very near and dear to my heart because I feel like I grew up on it and it's delicious and they have yummy um, guaraches. They have delicious tortas, obviously. They have your aguas frescas. They've been doing it a long time and they do it well. So if you've never checked out La Hechicera, you definitely should. I fucking love it and it's delicious and we should support these places more. What do you think, Rafa? Yeah, we've. I've been going to the one on Maple for a hot minute. But it didn't start in Maple. Hey, calm down. What? You're the one who said that earlier, okay? So you make me... Uh, I didn't say that. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> go support La Echicera there throughout Dallas and again in Grand Prairie. It's literally called Echicera. It's pretty easy to find. Google it. Their website is also tortaslaechicera.com.com. So thank you for being delicious and serving me yummy food. Now we can go to Who You Got con the Coco. Patricia? What? 
No, I'm just kidding. Um, so lately I've been trying to get something that's more a little more heart lighthearted and easier for me to listen and that puts me in a like uplifting mood because this week past week's been kind of rough. So I've been listening to a lot of Javier Javiera Mena. Mena I can't even talk now. Javiera Mena. Her new album. Um, it came out in April. It's called Espejo. It's really good. There's a song that um recommend the music videos dentro de ti the visuals were really great um but she's a queer latinx singer i've been listening to the album a lot and i just want to try and highlight queer and um the queer latinx music community so i wanted to talk about that i've also been listening to a lot of richard from song messes uh pritacular playlist it's been really good and it's also been putting me in a really great mood after all the crap going on so definitely listening to uplifting music to help me with my mood because shit's going down so yeah javier amena i'm hoping i'm sure i know there's people out there that listen to him trout shoes and i've bonded how great um javier amena is but yeah Hmm. I I want to be like Pat. She listens to so much good music all the time, and I get stuck on one album for like a month. Same. Well, that album well, came out in April, so I'm just like. I know, but like you discover new shit, and it's so impressive because it's always new shit, new shit, new it's shit. It's always good. I just don't even give myself time to look at music like I used to. DJ Brat. Oh, I mean, one God. day maybe. Well, there you have it, folks. Rafael, what do you have? The there's an album came out like a week or two ago. There is an album came out. The there is an album done came out. Um, <laughs> she was like what two weeks ago some shit. Yeah, I've been bumping that new uh, Todo new es amor. <laughs> elevator love. Everything is love. Um, elevator love. Yeah, um, with all the other stuff that I've been listening to, this album is really dope. And I think uh, if you haven't listened to it, you should really give it a listen. And I think we talked about how, you know, important this album is. There's so much we didn't talk about this yeah. album because I'm trying <clears throat> to keep this episode short because we've been going really long on the last few. Yeah, but, Joe with the Grammys, um, fuck that over a shit. Mm. When we first heard that, we were both like, ooh. <laughs> like, it's so fun whenever albums do that. And uh, that's actually my who you got as well, shocker. Uh, that is... Pretty Do y'all much. talk about hip hop on y'all's podcast or something? No, I fucking <laughs> hate hip hop. It's honestly overrated. Um, shout out to Richard for throwing a uh, shout out to y'all talking about hip hop. Shout out to y'all throwing a shout out for us throwing a <laughs> shout out to each shout other. Shout outs everywhere. Shout out, shout out. Um, but that wraps it up for us here at The Colores. I believe we got an ounce of breaking news. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow, sound effects on fleek. One Alejandria Ocasio-Cortez, a 28-year-old Latina activist from the Bronx, just beat Joe Crowley in the New York 14 Democratic primary. So shout out to this bad bee because one of her platforms is abolishing ICE, which is a very key component to all the bullshit we're going through right now. Shout out to all the activists and people doing it out here in the community. Let's reclaim our fucking spaces and keep fighting the systems that don't want us to fucking kill it in the game like we can be and that wraps it up for us here at the colores radio don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on social media subscribe and leave us 
a darn review. Somebody left us one star and I'm in mourning because we I shocked. don't we understand. We were shook. We don't what know who say? would do that. Nothing. nothing. It, it just says, it just shows that somebody yeah, put star one shows. star and I think it's probably somebody that hates one of us because. Go ahead. Say something to my face. I wish you right would. Find same. me. I, I'm out Literal here, bro. I am out here. Four stars, I understand. Three stars, but one. One. I'm out. Come see me. <laughs> Come see me. Honestly. We can, I, was, I will take you out. A bit. To like coffee or. Yeah, let's talk you know, about it. I want to work yeah. out our problems. Like, why are yeah. we one star? I'm just kidding. If you feel that way, that's fine. I was just a little bit confused because um, anyways, it's fine. It's fine. We'd love to keep growing. So please share with share it with your family and friends or your tia that always asks you where your novio is. Let us know what your favorite part was. Tweet us or just hit us up. We love hearing from you all. We truly could not go on without your support. Every time y'all send us a message or a photoshopped image or a tweet or a meme or anything, <laughs> it literally makes our whole life. Yeah. And really uh, we don't get paid to do this. So it feels very nice and fun to receive love from you all because we always want to send it back to y'all. Um, tell everyone you love to follow us at The Colores Co. If you enjoy our personal <clears throat> thoughts, you can follow me at Eva Arreguin, Rafa at Exile. And Pat at pat.arrogine on everything, I think. Our theme song is... Com- fuck. Cool. Like, is it pat.arrogine or pat.arrogine? On Twitter, it is pat. Dot, like, spelled D-O-T, arrogine. And then on Instagram, it's pat, literal, dot, arrogine. It's because I couldn't do it on all She likes things. to make us stressed out. For real. Did y'all like our country last episode? Because that was hilarious. I did. Me too. I really missed that Exile. old George... We yeah. really are. We really going to that Ramona Ayala show? Or what? I do want to see Raymond Ayala. I do too. Do you want to go see him again? I mean, I've done seen him, but um, you also need to go to on the run tour. I do need to go now. Now, <laughs> don't, don't <laughs> start. I'm so don't done. start. Our theme Beyonce song. is Houston born and bred. <laughs> yes. Okay. I was Gaga. Our theme what? song is Gumbia Anthem by El Dusty. Our audio editor is Jason Ramirez. But he's on tour right now. Shouts out to Kites and Boomerangs. We promise to keep (laughs) growing and providing you with entertaining content and more importantly, a platform for your voices and work to be lifted. Contact us on social media or email us at thecolorescollective at gmail.com. Please help us spread the word about the art show. We really want to uplift queer artists and their work. And if they want to be involved or you want to be involved, please let us know with anything. If you have any ideas for future events and things, we're here to help you all. Thank you so much again for listening. Have a lovely day. Take care of yourselves and join us again next time for The Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio.